I'm an introvert. I know this will surprise some of you. Lots of people exclaim, no, when I say that, but it's true. When I was a kid, I was so shy that my mom would make me call to order pizza, so I was forced to talk to another human being. I did not enjoy that. But I'm the oldest of many, many, many humans, and I quickly realized that I could bully my siblings into doing it for me. To this day, I still hate to use the phone. The internet has been wonderful for me. I don't have to speak to a single soul if I want to order pizza, or anything else for that matter. My entire life has been filled with adults telling me how to behave, speak up in class, speak up in meetings, participate in discussions, insert yourself into conversations, meet new people, go to this event, talk to that group of people. Blah. For a long time, a good majority of my life, I felt like being me wasn't enough, as if I had to be someone else, an extroverted version of myself. It wasn't until Susan Cain wrote Quiet that I felt seen. Since then, I've become much more comfortable in my skin. Age also helps with that. And I know that one of my superpowers is listening, really listening, and not feeling the need to speak or fill the silence. It turns out there's great power in the quiet people in meetings, in leaders who are introverted, in those who do versus talk, the non-power grabbers, the people who pay such close attention to what was said that it makes them seem like their memories never end. The world needs the yin and the yang, and the quiet people, the introverts, are necessary for it to continue revolving around its axis. That's what we'll discuss on this week's episode of the SpinSucks podcast. If you're an extrovert, this is not a knock on you, rather a discussion on how you can work, live, and play with the introverts in your life. And if you're an introvert, it's time to get comfortable in your own skin. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Several years ago, I attended a workshop with Mark Wiskup, a communications expert. One of the things he talked about was how as leaders important it was for us to provide time to all of our team, especially during meetings and brainstorming sessions. He was a fantastic speaker and facilitator. After he spent the first hour teaching, he split us into groups so we could brainstorm and find solutions that would work in our individual businesses. As he listened to each group, he would jot down some notes and then move on to the next. As I am one to do in my group, I listened, took some notes and listened some more. When we moved back to the larger group, he asked for feedback and some of the ideas each group came up with. The more extroverted people were eager to share their ideas, of course, and he let them. And then he said, and Jenny, what do you think? I had a couple of pages of notes and I provided some ideas. I didn't think they were extraordinary ideas, but because I had spent the time listening to my group versus throwing out ideas and talking the entire time, I was able to codify much of what they were saying into workable ideas. Mark used me as an example. He said, just because members of your team are quiet doesn't mean they don't have great value to add. He then went on to explain how to get the best out of all of your team without forcing the introverts to be loud and talkative. It was another game changer for me, another time I felt seen. And it turns out it's not just extroverts who are the best leaders. Introverts can be fantastic leaders too. Sure, extroverts are typically better liked, story of my life with my husband and me, and are not afraid to talk to anyone and work well in teams. And introverts are better at some things too. We tend to put people first and we create open environments. We also know the importance of shutting up and listening, not listening to respond, 
but to listen. In just a few minutes, I'll be back to walk you through how to harness this type of leadership if you're an introvert. And if you're an extrovert, what you can learn from your peers to implement in your daily life too. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. I have a colleague who's a former journalist. She says to me all the time, if news taught me anything, it's that people talk too much. I use her in media training when we teach clients how to talk in sound bites. But as you know, it takes more than one training to get across to people. After media training, when we're in meetings and someone is going on and on and on, she'll say, and cuts when it's time for them to stop talking. She'll then explain why what they said previous to her interruption is the perfect sound bite and they don't have to continue talking. It takes lots and lots and lots of practice and sometimes seems impossible for some. But talking in sound bites is the perfect practice for both media interviews and working with your team. There is a saying that people either listen to respond or they actually listen. Learn how to do the latter. It's called active listening. If you're listening to respond, which we are all guilty of doing, you're not actually listening. One of my tricks is to take notes all over my notebook, which used to be a good old fashioned notebook. And then I gifted myself remarkable for my birthday, life-changing. You'll find notes that in a larger context make no sense. The point of those notes is for me to continue listening, not forgetting where the conversation should be able to go next. That allows you to listen, not to respond, but to listen. This trick works really well in interviews. I love to use open-ended questions. Tell me how you handle measuring your brand awareness work in your current job, and then I let them talk. As they talk, I jot down things they've said that I want to return to, but I generally don't say a word. I just let them talk. I had an interview a few weeks ago where the person literally did not stop talking for 26 minutes. I didn't get to ask them another question because they filled my silence. And I learned so much, probably more than I should have definitely more than they probably wanted me to learn. They even told me personal tidbits during that 26-minute monologue. And I didn't say a word until the very end of our 30-minute meeting. Introverts are also really good at gathering the views and insights of others to solve problems. This approach can sometimes seem like it's taking forever. But the truth of the matter is, because they've taken the time to listen to what the collective group wants, the solution is typically very workable. 
This approach is unique to introverts, but extroverts can also learn how to do it. Listen to the views of your team, ask questions, and ensure you're clear on what your colleagues are telling you. This allows you to put people first and build collaborative relationships. And the last thing introverts are great at that extroverts can learn how to do is creating open environments. At my very first job as a freshly graduated professional, there was a woman on my team who sat in a corner and wrote all day long. It was literally a corner. She would come in every morning, smile at everyone, walk to her corner, sit down and start to write. She was perfectly content to do that all day, every day. I remember one day going into the office and there was a brand new, beautiful lamp at her desk with a bow on it. The GM of our office had bought it for her because he knew she would love it, but he also knew that making a big deal out of giving it to her would have sent her into her shell. Though she came to meetings and never said a word, and she certainly didn't enjoy the weekly all-staff meetings where employees were celebrated, she was the smartest person I knew. When you read something she wrote, it would blow your mind. So smart, so well-constructed, so poignant. But the point is that our GM knew what kind of environment was perfect for her so that he could get the best work out of her. It was not to put her in a cubicle surrounded by loud and young professionals. It was to put her in a corner with beautiful lighting and some plants where she could have peace and quiet to think. Take time to learn how your colleagues will perform best and create that environment for them. Some people will want a dark corner while others love the appeal of a loud boiler room. And what they prefer or how they perform best is not dependent on being an extrovert or introvert. Learn what works best for each individual by actually listening to them. And now, my friends, I am finished talking. This was a long grant for someone like me. I have to go hide in my corner now and recharge. If you're not already part of the SpinSucks community, get your butt over there. You can find us at SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 